The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com. Anna, you're having difficulty with your daughter or son? My son, my 16-year-old son. 16-year-old son. Tell me what's going on. Well, he's unable to focus in class. He's a very bright boy. He doesn't give the teachers any disciplinary problems or anything. But he just seems to not pay attention, and he seems to, you know, every night he comes home, he tells us he doesn't have any homework, and lo and behold, he's just not doing it. So he's lying. Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> and the um, teacher tells us she moves into the front of the class, and occasionally he'll come in and ask for help at lunchtime. Um, but he's still, the, you know, he's failing, and he's very, very bright. How old is he? He's 16. Oh, 16. And in what grade? He's a junior in high school. A junior in high school. So these years, are, I mean, all years are critical, but uh, the, these years are really, really critical. Um, because does he want to go on to college? Well, he says he does, but he doesn't seem to. He has a brother at, you know, away at college. Um, but I don't think he realizes what he has to put out effort to get there. Um, and I'm not sure where to go from here. He's not a bad kid. I don't have any, as I said, disciplinary problems at school or anything. He just isn't focusing, isn't doing the work. But when he does focus, I mean, he just really stands out. Okay, I want to ask you that in a se- about uh, that in a second. Could you speak up a little bit? I'm having a little difficulty hearing you. Oh, sure. Um, so let me sum up what I'm hearing so far, is that you've got a really good kid, and for some reason, in his junior year, he's 16 years old, and his, his school isn't grabbing his attention. It, he's not focusing on it. He isn't one of those kids that tries to capture every word that the teacher says. He'd rather sit in the back of the class, and she embarrasses him, moves him to the front of the class, and he just, he's not a defiant kid. Do you think he's doing any drugs or alcohol no, or anything? No, no, It's a really good kid, but just kind of lost, just unfocused? Yeah, not, yeah, exactly. Not focused, like not interested or I just can't see, I don't know if his mind is wandering. I'm just, I'm, I'm not even sure. I don't know what to do to motivate him. And that, wonderful, wonderful. What do you typically do? What, are you, is dad in the house also? Yes. What do either of you do to well, motivate him? We've been threatening him. <laughs> okay, I'm your son. I'm going to be your son. Okay. Let me get a tip flavor of what you say to me. Okay. With the tone of voice you use. Okay, oh, oh, Victor... If you're not going to get this done, you're not going anywhere this weekend, or we're going to take the phone away, or no computer, or, you know, we do, uh, it's punishment, basically. Not again. I can't believe they're doing it. I mean, just get off my back. I'm 16 years old. Can I do this on my own? You know, I don't have any motivation to do anything, and they can't force me to do it. Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, that's it. A very quick ad, and then Alan will be back. Romance. Ugh. I wish guys knew more about what we want from a relationship. (laughs) Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Ah, here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance. A serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Hmm, The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. Get off my back. I'm 16 years old. Can I do this on my own? You know, I don't have any motivation to do anything, and they can't force me to do it. 
Oh, That's what went through my mind. So the parent is thinking, oh, good, I'm giving them like an alarm clock, a little wake-up call, a gentle nudge, and some motivation by punishment. And, you know, they really want to use the computer, so it'll kick them into action. But that's not what goes into the, through the child's mind. Think of your own childhood. Were you one of these uh, really good kids who did everything? Or no. A, a little tension in the house? Yeah. Yeah, tell me how mom tried to motivate you. Well, mom was not English speaking and didn't really tune in to, and just assumed I was getting everything done at school. So, so she was passive. She's off in the ether. How about dad? Same. 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 So they you were on your own? Yes. Uh-huh. So yes. you didn't have the rebellious thing. Here's what, what see... As a kid, I want my mom to be my friend. I want my dad to be my friend. I have been shocked as a therapist when I get really rebellious kids, and I mean with the chains and the tattoos and the piercings and everything, and it's like, oh, I just wish I were closer to dad. And it's like, you've got to be kidding. You've been fighting him. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm thinking. And, kid, uh, ki- you know, we don't give kids enough credit that they want to connect, but they don't know how, and they don't like what's offered them as a means of connecting. So we need a different language, a different way of addressing our kids. And typically, it's the way we address people that are not in the family that we love, a friend. You wouldn't tell a friend, I'm going to take away your computer if you don't get your homework done. No, that's true. What would you say to a good friend who just feels stuck and is not needs to get a report done for work and just isn't doing it? Yeah, I'd sit down and have a heart to heart and you know Would you listen to her? Yeah. And would you let her find her own solution? Yeah. Fascinating. Sixteen year old kids can find their own solutions. Mm. So I'm going to recommend a book by my favorite authors. I think it's the gold standard of parenting. If I didn't have these books, I would have been an awful parent, Anna. I would have done the punishment. I would have done the crying, and I would have done everything else imaginable to try to get my kids to do what I want them to do, which I know is right for them. But it's not right for them unless they know for themselves that it's right for them. So being a good listener is wonderful. The name of the book, if you haven't heard of it, it's How to Talk So Teens Will Listen. Okay. It's uh, by Adele Faber and Elaine Maslish. Uh, We'll put it on the website today if it's not already up on it. They have another book on my website, How to Talk So Kids Will Listen and Listen So Kids Will Talk, and How to Talk So Kids Will Learn and Listen. Uh, So they are wonderful, wonderful people. Here are some of their tips. When you listen to your child, rather than you make yourself not the enemy, but you gain a lot more understanding of your child. It could be that, Mom, I don't have any skills to study. I don't know how to do this. You know, other people just seem to have it. Well, then it's a matter of skill building. Or my, you know, my mind keeps wandering to Julie. I really like Julie. And then what I would try to do is motivate by values, not by duty, guilt, and fear. Okay. And by motivating by values is I will ask kids who come in to see me, I will say, what do you want to be when, when you get out of school? And they start telling me what, they, what their interests are. And I don't care whether their interests are in sports or in business or wanting to be in uh, the theater. I say, what will help you open those doors? What will help you achieve those goals? And they eventually will say, good grades. 
Okay, they made that integration. They made that connection. That's the valuable link because then that will help them do better. I never studied harder in my life than when I wanted to get into grad school. So listen, I wish you a lot of success with that. Listen to him. Be there as if he were a friend. And that doesn't mean to be a pushover as a parent. It means to be empathic. And I think you'll love that book. Thank you so much for your call. Thank you, Dr. Kenner. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by Drs. Kenner and Locke. Before giving a surprise, make sure your partner likes surprises, including the type you plan to give. Linda was upset for weeks because her husband sent a male stripper to her place of work for her birthday. Beyond feeling humiliated in front of her co-workers, she hated the idea of a male stripper. Her husband, Martin, didn't understand why she was so upset when he was only trying to give her a nice surprise. The clueless husband had not bothered to find out what his wife would actually value you as a present. Working to understand your partner is well worth the effort. And to help your partner better understand you, you first need to understand yourself. If you don't know what you want and value, it makes it much harder for your partner to understand you. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.